Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. I'm glad to be back again. To talk to you about spending devotional time, I believe that you want to learn more how to walk with the Lord. Please listen to the first part of this teaching: spending devotional time. This teaching is in the series called "Building Firm Foundations." I believe that it's so important for us as a believer to lay down. Very good, firm foundations to build our faith, to build our life on the right foundation. When I was a young believer, I appreciated the missionary and the pastor who taught me a lot of good foundations, and I have been fruitful. I have been very stable spiritually because I. Learn many good foundation lessons when I was a young believer. Therefore, I would like to encourage all of you to listen to the whole series. You should also encourage other friends in the church. There may be new believers or there may be old believers who have not learned many good foundation lessons in their life. I would like to continue to talk about spending devotional time. In the last lesson, we learned that many godly men spent early morning time with the Lord, including Jesus, King David, Moses, and other godly people in the Old Testament. It's so important that we build relationship with the Lord. We should find the right timing. Every day to spend with the Lord, the time that we are not sleepy or tired, we can concentrate. Not only that, we find the right timing of each day to spend with God. It may be ten minutes, fifteen minutes, half an hour, or one hour. We should also find or choose an appropriate place because. The place where we spend time with the Lord is so important. We should find a place where we will not be easily distracted or bothered, and we can concentrate and focus in spending time with the Lord, and we can have enough concentration to spend with the Lord. I really like to encourage you. The place that we should spend time with God personally should be the place that we have enough light so that we can read the Bible, quiet enough that we can listen to God and focus on the Lord. We should avoid any distraction such as TV program or music or radio station, or the dog barking around or children run around. As we should really find a place that we can focus on the Lord, and that place should be the place that we can really 
pay attention to what God speaks to us. In spending devotional time, we should also have many things ready to spend time with God. In order to enter into the presence of God, first of all, we should prepare a Bible that we can read. Can be the book Bible or can be the app in the phone. We should have the worship and praise song ready to worship. You can use different technology to do that. You can use MP3 in the Computer, or you can have YouTube in the website with a special song that you can sing along. You can have song book so that you can sing along with the song that you prepare ahead of time. You should have also a notebook so that you can write down what you learn from the Lord when He speaks to you. When you read the Bible, the Holy Spirit may say something to you. You write it down so that you can review and meditate on those knowledges or the wisdom that God tells you, and you can come back and read again and again. You should also have enough light so that you can read the Bible. You should prepare everything so that you can focus. On the Lord, when you come into the devotional time, you should start with your heart. You say, "God, I make a decision that I love you. I want to spend time with you. It's my honor and privilege to spend time with you, and I'm seeking you right now. I want to be close to you." Talk to me. I want to worship you. I will lay aside all the worries, all the concern, my work, my responsibilities. I will not focus on those things. I cannot focus on you. I want to connect to heaven. I want heaven to be open over me, and then you start the conversation and relationship with the Lord. Then you should spend time in praying, asking the Lord to forgive you, and you begin to talk to Him. We're going to learn in detail how we pray in the devotional time, and after that, you read the scriptures. You can read book by book, and many verses and many chapters at a time. And while you are reading, you really pay attention. To the leading and the prompting of the Holy Spirit, who will teach you, speak to you, what the Word of God means to you. You can focus on the promises of God. You can focus on what is right, what is sin, what God wants you to do, what He wants you to repent, what change you need to make in your life. As you are reading the Word of God slowly. And fellowshipping with the Lord, if God says something to you, you just repent. And if God show you the promises, you just say, "God, I believe in your promise. I can stay on your promise." If God 
show you something that you need to do in your life, you say, "God, I promise you, I will put this into practice." You read the scripture with the prayerful heart. You are talking to the Lord all the time, and you meditate on what He say. Don't have to rush. Don't have to hurry. If you don't understand, ask the Lord to show you. Write what He speaks to you in your notebook, or you can type in the computer. Whatever best for your life, you can use the computer, or you can use the notebook, and you worship the Lord with all your heart, your spirit, in truth and in spirit. Sing worship song to the Lord, and ask the Lord to speak to you. And also ask him to come with his tangible presence, that he will show up and open heaven over you. You seek his presence. You come to him with hunger and a heart of surrender. You need to make sure that nothing will really hinder you while you are spending time with the Lord, and you must make a commitment. That you're gonna spend time with him every day, unless there is some emergency thing happen. You commit yourself, God. I'm gonna spend time with you every single day, and I'll put this as my priority. Nothing will be able to stop me from spending time with you. So, when you approach God and you talk to God, you need to come by faith. The Bible say in the book of Hebrews, chapter 11, verse 6, "But without faith, it is impossible to please Him, for he who comes to God must believe that He is, and that He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him." You see, when you come to God, you need to come by faith. You have faith that God is listening to you. You have faith that God will speak to you. You have faith that. God will show you the truth and revelation from the Bible. You believe that when you sing to the Lord, His presence shall be with you, and He will show up. You believe that this time that you spend with God will be the blessing to your life, will build you up, will strengthen you, and will bring the favor of God into your life. Now, I would like to talk about how. We can pray or talk to God. The first thing in your prayer time is we call praise and worship. Praise and worship is not just about singing, but it's about you are expressing your appreciation and you are honoring to God to Him in singing. It's so important that you sing from your heart. Sing from your spirit, from the sincerity of your heart, and you tell him who he is. You exhort him. You really magnified his name, who he is, what good he has done for you, what great things that he did for you, in you and through you. And that is the time of worship. You tell him who he is. How much you appreciate him, 
Psalm 96 verses 1 to 13 say, Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord, bless His name, proclaim the good news of His salvation from day to day, declare His glory among the nations, His wonders among all peoples. For the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods. For the all the gods of the peoples are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Honor and majesty are before Him. Strength and beauty are in His sanctuary. Give to the Lord, O families of the peoples. Give to the Lord the glory due His name. Bring an offering and come into His courts. O oh, worship the Lord in the beauty of His holiness. Tremble before him all the earth. Say among the nations, the Lord reigns. The world also is firmly established. It shall not be moved. He shall judge the peoples righteously. Let the heavens rejoice and let the earth be glad. Let the sea roar and all its fullness. Let the field be joyful and all that is in it. Then all the trees of the wood will rejoice before the Lord, for He is coming, for He is coming to judge the earth. He shall judge the world with righteousness and the peoples with His truth. You can see that King David praised the Lord in this part of Psalms. He mentioned about how wonderful, how great God is. He really expressed in these Psalms or the song that he sings, what God has done, how great He is, how wonderful He is. He is the judge. He is the creator. That is about worship. You sing to the Lord. You tell Him how good He is. When you praise God and worship God like that, He will show up and He will really bless you. So the first part of prayer or devotional time is praise and worship to invite the presence of the Lord. And you say to him, God, I know what you are doing in me and through me, and you are such a great God. The second part of prayer is thanksgiving. Give thanks to the Lord. In Psalm chapter 106, verse 1, Praise the Lord. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. For his mercy endures forever. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 20. Give thanks always for all things to God, the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. You should give thanks to God. Give thanks for his grace, his mercy, for sending Jesus to pay the price of our sin. Thank him for his provision for His guidance, for His forgiveness, for His grace, for His power, for the healing that He performed in our life. We thank God for His favor upon our life, for His help, for His provision. We should thank God in the good time and in the bad time. You may be facing some difficulty right now, Maybe things don't go well. You may get some bad reports. And 
you can complain, you can curse, you can say wrong things. But I want to encourage you: instead of complaining, instead of saying bad things and cursing yourself, you should give thanks to the Lord. I learned the secret of victory in the Christian life. Three things that I always do, no matter what happened. Number one. I always praise the Lord. Always, no matter what happened. Number two, I always thank God, and number three, I rejoice. I rejoice because I believe, I have faith that no matter what happened, God will work together for good to those who love Him. Romans chapter eight verse twenty-eight say, and we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are. The called according to his purpose. When you face trouble, you when you face difficulties and trials, instead of complaining, you should thank God and praise God. You know that He will give you final victory, and when you pass the test, when you overcome the trials and come out on the other side, your spiritual life. Will be stronger, your faith will be stronger, and you will be promoted by Him. And eventually, no matter what happened in the time of trials, the outcome eventually gonna be good for you and for people around you. I have been a Christian for thirty-eight, thirty-nine years now. I tell you, I faced so many disappointments, setbacks. And problems in personal life, in the ministry, financially, health, all kinds of things. After many years have gone by, now I look back. Wow! Every time I came out from the problem, my faith gets stronger, and then God promoted me to be the in the next level, and I can help other people who are going through the same thing, and. The final outcome, after all the troubles, I see that, wow, I see the good things happen at the end. So I learned that I should thank God, both in the good times and in the bad times. Always be thankful. You may be facing a, a midnight hour of your life. I give you example in the Bible. The Apostle Paul was put. In jail, and instead of complaining, instead of crying, look at what he did in Acts sixteen, twenty-three to thirty-four. And when they had laid many stripes on them, they threw them into prison, commanding the jailer to keep them securely. Having received such a charge, he put them into the inner prison. And fasten their feet in the stocks, but at midnight, while he was in jail, and at midnight, dark hour, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly, there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were opened, and everyone chained. Were loose, and the keeper of the prison, awaking from sleep, seeing the 
prison doors open. Supposing the prisoners had fled, drew his sword, and was about to kill himself, but Paul called with a loud voice, saying, "Do yourself no harm, for we are all here." Then he called for a light, ran in, and fell down trembling before Paul and Silas, and he brought them out and said, "Sirs, what must I do to be saved?" The jailers saw the miracle. Now he knew that God was real. So they said, "Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and you will be saved, you and your household." Then they spoke the word of the Lord to him. They preached the gospel to the jailer, and to all who were in his house. And he took them the same hour of the night and washed their stripes. And immediately he and all his family were baptized. Now, when he had brought them into his house, he set food before them, and he rejoiced. Wow! He had joy of faith, having believed in God with all his household. You can see that Paul was in a bad shape. He was whipped, wounds on his back. He was put in jail, dark dungeon. But instead of complaining, he gave praise to the Lord, and he also sing to the Lord. And you see what happened? Earthquake came, miracles came, and salvation came to the whole household of the jailer. And he had good food that night. What a wonderful thing! I want to encourage you when you spend devotional time. Praise the Lord and thank God and don't complain and trust God and walk in faith. So that is the second one. You praise God, thank God, no matter what happened in your life. The third one, when you pray and spend devotional time, you confess your sin and ask God for forgiveness. In Psalm chapter thirty-two, verse one. Blessed is he whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sins are covered. If you confess, God forgives you. Your transgressions are forgiven. First John chapter one verse nine, the Bible say, "If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins, and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness." It's so important that we really ask God for forgiveness and confess little sin, big sin, great sins. Whatever the Holy Spirit shows you, you should confess your sin right away. You may sin against God directly, or you may sin against somebody. If God shows you while you're reading the Bible, or the Holy Spirit witness in your heart. What's wrong? You have done. You should confess your sin as soon as possible. And after you confess, you believe that God forgives you, and He cleanses you from all unrighteousness. You will come out from guilt and condemnation, and you can declare again by faith, "I am righteous now by Your righteousness." Jesus 
took my sin away, and Jesus clothes me with His righteousness. So when you have that kind of confidence, you come out from guilt, from condemnation. You can stand up in faith again, and you can rule and reign with Jesus Christ. You can exercise your faith, and when you pray, your prayer will be very powerful. You remember the Bible say the prayer of the righteous is powerful. Romans chapter five verse seventeen talk about ruling and reigning through Christ Jesus. Romans chapter five verse seventeen say, "For if by the trespass of the one man death reigned through the one man, how much more would those who receive God's abundant provision of grace and the gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ?" You can see here that. Through Jesus, who forgive our sin, we can rule and reign. Our sins are forgiven when we confess our sin. So that is number three: confessing your sin in your devotional time. The fourth way to pray: what you need to do in your devotional time is asking. Matthew chapter seven, verses seven to eleven. Matthew seven. Seven to eleven. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks it will be opened. Or what man is there among you, who, if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father, who is in heaven, give good things to those who ask him? You can see here. You can ask. You can knock. You can seek, and the good Father in heaven will not give bad things to you. He is a good God. He is the wonderful, gracious God. He will give good things to you. The good things can be wonderful provision, good breaks, advantageous, or preferential treatments, favor, grace, protection, open door. God may lead you to find. Or meet somebody that you never dream of, and that leads you to the next level of your life to fulfill God's given destiny for your life. God will lead you day by day. I have so many testimony that I will share in my sermon soon about how the favor of God helped me when I ask Him for job, for provision, for guidance. Actually, two days ago, I was performing. Two surgery on two patients, and both of them very difficult surgery. Throughout the whole operation, I asked the Lord to guide my hand and tell me what to do. Wonderful! The surgery was successful. When I walk out from the operating room, I felt so relieved, and I said, "Thank you, Lord! I asked you to help me in these two operations, and you helped me." 
John chapter 14 verses 13 to 14 the bible say and i will do whatever you ask in my name so that the son may bring glory to the father you may ask me for anything in my name and i will do it wow what a promise he say ask anything in his name definitely we should ask according to the will of god not evil requests not to destroy somebody or to cause any damage to anybody. Your faith must come with love. You ask by faith and in love, and you need to know the will of God. The will of God is recorded in the Bible. That's why you need to read the Bible. You need to listen to good teaching so you know what to ask. Definitely, He knows what is best for your life. And instead of using your mouth to complain, to gossip, to talk bad, to talk negative things, you should use your mouth to praise God, to thank God, and to ask God for the right thing, not with a selfish attitude, but everything that you ask for the sake of the kingdom of God, for His glory. James chapter 3, verses 9 to 11, the Bible say, With it, mean with the tongue, we bless our God and Father. And with it, with the tongue, our, our mouth, we curse men who have been made in the similitude of God. Out of the same mouth proceed blessing and cursing. My brethren, this thing ought not to be so. Does a spring send forth fresh water and bitter from the same opening? Wow, this is a very powerful scripture. From your mouth, don't say something bitter or cursing or negative thing. From your mouth, only bless. Ask God for the right thing. Watch your heart carefully because whatever you say comes from your heart. So ask God, that is number four. The fifth one in your time of praying is to listen to God or receive from the Lord. Psalm chapter 37, verse 7, the Bible says, Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for Him. Do not fret because of Him who prospers in His way, because of the man who brings wicked schemes to pass. You say we can rest in the Lord. We spend time with the Lord. Wait for His word. Wait for His revelation. Ask Him to show us what we need to do. He speaks to us in a many different ways. But the two significant ways of hearing from the Lord is number one, from the scripture, from the Bible, and two, from the witness of the Spirit in your spirit. He can speak to you with a small voice in your spirit. This is how I listen to God all these 38 years. I read the Bible. I study the Word of God. God has spoken to me and the Holy Spirit has witnessed in my heart what to do, what I should say, where I should go. I listen to God. Second Timothy chapter 3 Verses 16 to 17. 
all Scripture is God's breath, and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. You can see that God speak to His people through the Scriptures. Therefore, during the devotional time, you need to read the Bible and let God speak to you. The Holy Spirit will reveal the truth and the light to you during you read the Bible, and He can even speak to you more than the Scripture that you read at that moment. But again, what the Holy Spirit speaks to you will not go against the Scriptures; it will go in line with the Scripture. So we learn five things here in the prayer time: praise and worship, thanking God, confessing our sin, asking God, and listening to God. Thank you so much. I believe that you will put this teaching into practice and build the habit of spending personal time with the Lord every day. Before I end this teaching, I would like to ask you a few questions, and please write down the answer. Why is devotional time so important to you? Why it is so important to you? The second question: What are the attitudes that we should have? During spending devotional time, why are these attitudes important in your relationship with God? The third question: What is the best time and place for you to have devotional time with the Almighty God, your Heavenly Father? What is the best time and place for you? For you, maybe evening. Some of you may be morning. Some of you may be in your kitchen. Some of you may be in your car. Some of you may be in your office. Maybe you go to the office first and spend devotional time in your workplace, not at home because your kids run around and very loud. The next question: What are some things that you like to do during your devotional time? What are some things that you should do during your devotional time? Please write. The answers. I hope to see you again in the next teaching. In the next teaching, we're going to learn about knowing our God, who is our God, so that we can build relationship with Him. Thank you again. May the Lord give you so much grace and power, and the Holy Spirit will help you to be able to. Practice what you learn, and you shall be a very fruitful, blessed, anointed disciple of Jesus Christ, full of grace, full of favor, and full of wisdom. Thank you so much. God bless you. See you in the next teaching. We trust that this message is ministered to you. 
If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. Thank you.